Oh. Welcome back, everyone, to the other <laughs> Southerners. Because if the tea ain't sweet, it ain't Southern, baby. It ain't Southern, sweetheart. It ain't Southern. We're back. We're back and better than ever. I'm kind of scared because I don't know what I look like. I kind of don't know what's going to have my face. Normally, I can make whatever face. And that's why I did the side by side. Now you see what I mean. So I can see if I got brownies to lift my teeth. <laughs> I can see what's going on. I can still see your beautiful face, you know what I'm saying? So, but hey, can you see me? Can you see me? So let me let me explain what's going on behind the scenes. So for those of you who don't know who are new to the podcast, um, if you're catching this on the YouTubes, the YouTube, I guess we're YouTubers now too. Um, this podcast has been traditionally been on Spotify and Anchor. And so now since I have, Moved out of the south, sheds a tear because we know the winter is coming and I'm gonna be crying. Mm. Sound like Sandy Cheeks. I wanna go home. Oh, literally. Oh boy, look, <laughs> it's on the list of options for uh, Halloween. Boy, when I tell you, but real talk, the thing about it is this we need to record this podcast. This podcast is still continuing. For those of you who listen on Spotify, now you can actually see what we look like. So you can see all the faces Makai makes when I start singing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so you can see what we look like, you know, see why they do call me Southern Heat. And they call him the Dallas Diamond because, damn, shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> yeah. And also, he has the opportunity to move my mic because I sing too much. And Lord knows. <laughs> so we're trying this new opportunity. Uh, I've learned how to set up a mic. Makai is learning how to work Zoom. So please uh, be nice. What? What's up? We have closed captioning? Yeah, baby. We are becoming accessible. Wait, where is it at? I want to read it. You can read it. It's on your thing. <laughs> Where's the closed captioning at? It should be at the bottom of your screen. I don't see. Is it because I'm in full view or something? Maybe. Who can see the transcript? The transcript from this meeting may be saved and shared with an app. Oh, I just have to turn them on. I guess I just have to turn them on. Turn them on. And you can see it. I'm scared. Is it really? Yeah. (gasps) Oh, my God. So this also offers the opportunity for those of you who may be hearing impaired to see the words we say. Now, I will say we're not going over our own transcript. So if you would like us to go over our own transcript, I know there could be some variation into who uh, how oh, that's If you want us to go over our own transcript and fix that shit, you need yep. to join the team so you can do it because I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> look, look, look. When we start making money, we can do this. But... <laughs> There's no paywall. All we ask y'all to do is subscribe, watch, and share. That's it. There's no paywall to watch us and see our beautiful faces. And so, besides that, Makai, how have you been doing? Haven't seen you in a while. Haven't been able to hug you. What you drinking on today? Let's start there. I think it's Carlo, the Carlo Rossi, the one that comes in that huge jug. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can show y'all what we're drinking now. Today... I'll be sipping on some sake because that's how I'm feeling. Right. Um, this is Toizai Snowmaiden Janami Nagori. It's premium Japanese sake for those of you at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't know anything about sake, um, it is a Japanese liquor. Um, tastes like wine. If not better, you really don't taste the alcohol. We'll pour that up soon. But all I have to say is don't treat it like wine. 
there are many, many service members I know who will say, don't go, don't go trying sock. I ain't think you about to be all good because you don't taste nothing. You will be smashed. And that's why I like it. Because for $30, I can drink the whole bottle in one sitting, but I will probably throw it up in the same sitting. So. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I'm already burping. Damn. It's like that already. Yeah, it is. It's like that. All right. We're coming to the part of our episode. We're doing Guess That Lyric. I got it. I'm ready. I got one for you. For one. Oh, so we each got one. Wait, you doing one for me? I got one for you. We can do both of us. Okay. I'm going to do mine first. Look. And we're trading places. Oh, good. You ready? Yeah. So we still doing Disney songs, right? Yeah. Okay. So you ready for your first one? Yeah. You got you got text it to me, right? I'm going to text it to you? Are we still doing the text? We're going to text? I guess I can. Okay. We can do the text. Not as too much because I'm looking at the lyrics. I'm sorry. Anyone okay, you're good. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'll type it anyway. After I, I feel like this is in Kanto. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I know it's a sister from Encanto. Keep going. And I'll, I'll tell you how I know it's this one because there's a story behind it. Keep going. But wait, so is that not it? Because isn't that like part of the part of the game? Like, all you have to if you know the movie or the character that sings it, you yeah, and you just so, in the character. Yeah, I, so it's the sister in Encanto, the sister, the strong sister. Um, yeah. I know it because not only uh, did I watch Encanto, I watched it with my older cousin, right. and I don't know. Disney has had this like stream of movies that like tackle like inner family trauma oh, and yeah, like generational trauma and shit. And so the running joke in my family is like, if you need something heavy to be picked up, like if you need something to be built, call Jamala. Like if she's in town, like everybody calls me to get shit fixed. Like, hey, like, can you set on my TV stand? Like, yeah, sure. No problem. Do-do-do. Whatever the case is. And so it's actually funny now because I have a really bad thing about asking for help because <laughs> like I'm always supposed to be strong. I have this older child trope that I'm like, I'm always strong, like, I'm never weak, whatever the case is. Which is funny, because last week I got kicked in the shit, and that bitch hurted. And it was very hard for me to ask for help from my teammates to, like, say, hey, actually, can somebody give me a ride home? Because I can't walk the L if I have, like, a damn near broken shin. So, yeah, my shin is fine now. But, like, to ask for help or admit I was, like, actually in dire pain was like I was like suck it up you gotta suck it up don't cry make sure it's moving like make sure it's not broken they're like I was like ah fuck like I wanted to cry in that moment but yeah that's how I know that song that's kind of scary like but also super like beautiful that you related with the story like that because I kind of chose that because I thought I was gonna say like hi key I thought you were her when I saw that movie too. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that, it reminds me like that kind of moment, just always being tough and always being strong. Yeah, I love it. Okay. And I can admit it, we're here for the growth. They we're gonna get to more growth later on. So you got that a great full ten points. Yay, boo you. Anyway, go ahead. Let's start. Let's see what I get. Not joking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one time I took a swim in the Nile. Oh, that's easy. That's Beyonce liking. Yeah. Yeah, that's Nile. One time I took a swim in the Nile. 
<laughs> I uh, said the whole way. I swear I didn't turn around. Yeah. That shit's good. Ooh, I, I, I love it. I running through my body. That's my shit, yo. Look at my natural. I'm so excited. Okay, yeah, we about to listen party one of these. I'm in the night. I'm in the night. Wait, why did we not think of that for an episode? Well, we're gonna get into it today. Party for fucking Renaissance, dog. Oh, we can talk about. We can. We have time to talk about it. So, if you don't know, Beyonce, the Queen Bee. She released a new Renaissance. Hold on, Hold on. let me let me, let me get up work. and get it. Let me get up and get it. What? You already have the vinyl? Oh, you already know. Shut up, Jamila. I can't stand you. How did you already get it? Hold on. Where is it? Here we go. This is the vinyl. Where is? How did you already get it? Hold on, you about to be really mad at me. Give me one second. Yeah, I'm about to be mad because I know she got that 30-page photo book I'm trying to see. Oh! 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 Why they do me like that? And also... It's the miniature for me, babes. It's the CD for me, babes. Okay, but let, 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 let's, let's, let's talk about this album. Oh, First man. off. Okay. Let's, I just want to say. Before we even talk about the album, all I'm going to say is whoever gave Drake that tip, they love that nigga because he released that shit right on time. That's all I'm saying. He said, Beyonce? I can't be Beyonce. Release that shit. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Had his shit come out after hers, nobody would be talking about his album. No. And let me tell you something. The gays here, I've been out every weekend, like to wine bars and like a regular bar in a club. Let me tell you something. The gays is eating up Beyonce Act One Renaissance. Okay. Let me tell you something, honey. I be riding the L. The L is the L is uh, a creepy place. I be listening and be like, "Hey, Miss Hey, Miss Honey," and I be like, and yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. But hun, Alien Superstar though, don't Look. don't skip over her. Alien Whip Whip Virgo's Groove. When I tell y'all, I, when I, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay, let, let's 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 roll back right quick, right? This is the other Southerners podcast, right? We're both are queer people, right? We're, we're queer people. We get on this podcast and we're from the South. And so when I listened to this album, it made me kind of homesick. Let me tell you why, though. It's not because, you know, Beyonce is that amazing. Yes, she is. But to hear bounce music and house music just merge and have a fucking baby in this album, Miss Honey, like to hear that beat, go hard and so for those of you who don't know bounce music is a special type of music that is based in the south specifically louisiana and you can see little trillville coming in there with houston uh it's very uh similar to like jersey music also up here call it drill apparently i don't know what the fuck that is but you know i learned how to jig at a young age it's probably the only reason like my knees can like really withstand anything because after practice i'm tired as fuck but i can still do a little jig I can still do a, uh, 
Like, it's kind of like this juice in your bones, quite literally feeling like that's the only way I can describe jigging. It's like you have your own, like, it's like your body comes to life outside of itself. Right. Uh, and so I think this album is beautiful. I heard somebody refer to it as, like, this is like Beyonce's way of saying, like, I love queer black people. And it's like she respected everything she could. Like, you know, for for a body of art like this, I think we need to acknowledge, like, in the queer community, we feel like we get run over so often, right? Like, people take our stuff and run with it. I think Beyonce, you could tell she, like, did a thorough job of trying to respect the space, make, you know, make her music, but also be able to, like, respect the elders who it came from and who it was sought after and respecting those who are currently in it today. Um, I saw an article that was, like, you know, some Chicago artists are, are on there, and a lot of young people are on that album as well as older, so... I like it. I, I, I fucks with it. That's me personally. Some of y'all may be feeling something about like the plastic off the couch, but you know, or a church girl, but shit, I love it. Right. So before I even get into which songs are my favorites and which ones aren't, I think truly what you said was like right on the money was that like Beyonce has like one evolution of her music and her discography is un, like unmatched. You can't argue that. Yeah. But also that moment, like she has proven, especially with her more recent works, that she's about paying respectable homage to her influence and to her artistry. Because yeah. baby girl, even with Lemon A, Lemon A was a very like poetic moment of her story, but she was still giving very respectable homage to the culture that raised her and the yeah. culture that made her the yeah. black woman that she was. We get to Lion King, Baby Girl was getting like all these different artists and all these different samples from African artists to make a album that was based off of an African story. Like, that's genius. And not only did it sound incredible, but, like, it literally changed so many people's, like, life in the music industry because it gave that community a mainstream, like, you know, outreach through Beyonce without it being like, oh, I'm just taking your sound. Like, instead of it being like, oh, Beyonce stole my sample. Beyonce didn't give me credit. No, babe, you're on the feature. No, babe, you're on the credit list. Like, deadass, you're getting your respect because Beyonce is doing that. Here we are. Fucking house music, baby. She said, I'm going to pay respect to my people and I'm going to pay respect to the people that gave me some, some fucking so fucking edge was supporting me through these albums because she said the days have my back and baby i got yours because what no because let's talk about it how they might dress that cheap spandex she looks a mess oh yeah bitch it should cost a billion to look like this bitch billion to look this good i'm like I was like, I don't now nah, if you know me, I'm not that my bad. Look, all I have to say is I agree with you. Uh as I was like moving up here when I was driving up to Chicago, um, I actually listened to the Dissect podcast on uh Black is King. And let me tell you something. The way that woman was so intentional with trying to make sure everybody was heard everybody was suspected everybody was paid like very intuitive which is very virgo but don't even get me started but the visuals bro the visuals like i mean dissect brung it down every piece like the whole visual and what girl get out 
Miss <laughs> Honey. Miss Honey. She's that girl, baby. She, she know that because that's how she's. I'm playing. that girl. I'm that girl. Exactly. What? Yeah. But one thing I, I found fascinating, I think that one thing that stuck with me is, uh, so you know that song, In the Jungle, The the Mighty Jungle, The Lion Sleeps Tonight? Okay, that is very whitewashed. So a little back, like in the 1930s, 40s, uh, there was a guy, and I believe it's South Africa, and he recorded the version in uh, like a native language over there, um, but also an English version. I think it was, I want to say Zulu, but I could be very incorrect. Okay. We'll see. I'll, I'll correct myself in that, another podcast. Okay. But basically what the man had done, he had recorded it, and then somehow it got to the States and it got sold into the States or whatever. So his family, like, a few of his children died of malnourishment. And, you know, in the jungle, in the mighty jungle, that shit be popping over here. And so what happened, it got re-recorded by some white dudes. And, like, it wasn't even, like, properly translated, anything else, and his family has still not been paid. Like, all of, like, Awumawe, like, that mispronounced for forever. It gets to the Lion King. His family still hasn't, like, got paid. Most of them have lived in poverty. Most of his children have been malnourished. This dude is long gone. His family is still like, hey, like, y'all banking and being incorrect about it, but Beyonce went back to the original start of it to make sure it was done right. And I'm like, that's what we talk about when we say be a be a good ally, right? Like make a very very large effort to get it right. And you know, I think also like you know, Beyonce isn't perfect. You know, I think she had one slang term for uh, Baz. Yeah, something wrong with her album, and she took it off, and she like apologized for it. Yeah. But like for you to continuously, continuously through multiple projects. Try to pay homage, especially when you're talking about the Oshiras um, and different deities of African religion. Maybe it's just me as African American studies. So, and also, I want to ask you about that too, because you mentioned that, and I saw an interesting like argument for that whole moment of the word spaz, because it is like in the the community of I don't know, do do they call themselves the disabled community? I think. The limited ability? I don't, I, 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 again, I don't know the proper language. The community that has, like, yeah, like, I, for lack of better words, the, the community that has, like, what we call disabilities, um, they have that, that they have, they find spaz offensive because spastic, like, re- responses, like, for, like, people who have, like, Tourette's or, like, some type of, like, condition that just makes them kind of, like, have those, like, moments, that's what they use spaz for. So it's kind of, oh. like, a derogatory term. But people were arguing on on the African American studies side that black people have heard spaz and used that term in a different type of a completely different type of like Yeah, like if I was doing a rugby like in a rugby game and I was like kicking ass, I was supposed to be like, oh damn, she's like spazzing today. Like she's Right, like, like you're going hard type shit. Like so it's like it was interesting because then people were coming like like, yeah, that's fine if that's like uh, cultural lingo, but it's still offensive to be heard out loud. Yeah, like, I think it's kind of how we feel about nigga. You know, and that's that's what I was about to ask. It's like, what is it? Because it's like it's that kind of moment that like certain communities find it offensive unless it's heard in a different light. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I think like language overall is just it can be beautiful and very dark, right? And so especially with like ebonics, the African American vernacular, how we talk, right? I find there's a lot of beauty in what's not said, but also what is said. So, like, for example, um, 
one thing I find very beautiful about the African American languages is how little one statement can mean, or like how intricate one statement can be. Like, hey, how your day go? Oh, it's all right. Like, it isn't the word itself, right? Like these captions can like you can read this and be like, all right, cool. But when you hear the tone, when you hear how it's referred to, when you hear yeah. its question or its following response, yeah. it means totally different. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's one thing I'm excited about this podcast being recorded. Like, you can actually see our reactions, right? Because, like, our reactions are, like, a big part of the conversation, um, which makes us the other Southerners, right? And so, I know you. You know me well. But even if you, like, know, like, met a random black person in the room, and one of us been like, that, that was a whole sentence right there, right? Like, I think just language in itself is... Such a beautiful thing, but I think also like understanding and standing right with them. I think it was a wise decision. Say, hey, you know, for this community, this is offensive, right? It was wise, yeah. But I think overall with language, like, I don't, like, there's so many, like, we can go into this. Like, this can be another, we can have a whole podcast on language, um, especially, like, our vernacular. But over time, like, our language evolves, and, like, it could be so well misunderstood. Um, and also, like, over, it can be seen as very minimal to in reality how high our language is right like to think like your community is so tight-knit but yet so wide that like a random person on the street can understand like what you say or what you mean or and is the reason that like for example like we encourage like but who would become officers of the law is because like you speak the language right like people really say like yes i speak english but that's a totally different english that they're speaking about i don't understand Literally. so that's something else to talk about especially when we talk about therapy like i'm starting to get into that like i'm so grateful to have a black therapist because the way we talk about our emotions White therapists will hear that and be like, oh, like, they'll diagnose that completely different. And it's reality, like, no, babes, like, black people aren't schizophrenic, hun. We're just, this is how we see the world because we see a different fucking world than you do, love. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I think I would have been diagnosed with a few different um, mental illnesses if I didn't have a black therapist like if I didn't continue to have a black therapist I think I probably would have been misdiagnosed a while ago but it was like because of that shared experience right and so you I think one thing is like especially with therapists becoming like hey do you know a black therapist and I'm like well that depends like what what are you looking for (laughs) like what's going on hold on my screen is doing something weird it was like auto like changing the brightness and I'm like don't do that I need to see what's going on but like for people sought out, seek out black therapists or people who understand the black experience because of that conversation. And so like black therapists are in high demand and there's not that many to go around. And so I know for sure one of my friends who I saw recently, like she got the job she wanted. Like she didn't have to wait that long for the job she wanted because she's a black woman who's about to be a school counselor to black girls. Like she is sought out as a counselor. Um, yeah, I think... I don't know. I feel like being black can be so beautiful, but so harmful at the same time. And that's a whole different discussion for a whole different day. It's always the context when we're black. It's whatever we're in. Hey, you know, it's it's, it's an experience, but it's, it's one I wouldn't easily give up if that was it. It's, it's, I don't know. I would never trade black for anything. Like, yeah. So going back to the beginning of this, Act One Renaissance, if you could sum it up in one word, what would it be? 
full bodied. Full bodied. Nice. Yeah. I think the name is proper to to itself. Yeah. I think, yeah, I would just call it Renaissance because okay. if I'm looking at Beyonce's like discography, right? Like I'm looking at all her like things the past. I feel like Beyonce is now like taking this like I'm no longer needing to play mainstream because I am mainstream, right? Oh, right, right. And so she's being able to do like whatever the fuck she wants. She's like, no, I'm like I'm not having to play to your tones. I'm having to play. I don't get to play what the fuck I want or whoever right, I want to play with. Right. Um, I think one also beautiful thing about that is her sister announced that she uh, made music for the New York Ballet, um, which is a whole different renaissance. Uh, one of the first black people to do it. So if you're ever in New York and can afford the ticket, go to the ballet with Solange. Um, and she is taking part in one of those. And I'm like, I love that. Wow bought the ticket it was very expensive but gonna be very worth it <laughs> right yeah wow. so i think i think the name fits to the title yeah. but now any more things on beyonce or renaissance or music um anything else i know it was jamming to aura by Mar- Mar- maria the scientist mariah right. scientist i would just say i would just to explain why i say full body just because some of the songs, like, there are only, like, three songs in the album. I'm not going to say which. There are only three songs in the album that I really don't care for. Okay. But I still love the entire album because it's that moment that, like, I can't just listen to one song of the album. Like, if my Spotify play, and so I'm always, I listen to the album at least three times a day at this point. Because, like, if Spotify puts Heated on my daily mix or Alien Superstar on my daily mix... The you fuck to that's the only song I'm gonna listen sure. to. Like yeah. I'm about to start this bitch from the beginning. I'm that girl. Let's go. Like I need to listen to this bitch top to bottom and like full body because like the way every song flows into the next, it's stupid. It's it's stupid how it's good it's, it's, it's an album. It's a fucking album. It's, album. it's not twelve tracks put together. It's oh. not a playlist. Oh. It's an album. Album love. It's, it's an album, babe. Cozy going into energy. Oh, it's like every time I hear it, I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Like this is what I needed to keep going in the life. Like something about when he hears that something Coco night in LA. Oh, that man, right? I don't know why I like Afrobeats. Anyway, okay, I'm done. Let's go. No, you're good. Afro, I think I'm about to go to Afrobeats Club here. And uh, I, I, my knees might hurt, my hip may pop, but guess I, what? I want that moment to just wind and wind it. Ah! Uh, that music hits so hard for it. It goes. It does. I, I understand. But before we get to our next segment, I told Makai this. I would do this. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. So, um,. I just put on a koofy. Um, and if you've ever seen a uh, hotel meme, <laughs> I got to let that right now. So here's the thing. In the previous podcast, you need to go listen to it. You can't watch because there's no recording over watching too, but you can go listen to it. Go listen to it. Uh, shout out to Elise and Kishan, Kishan uh, for listening. But basically, I have said some things I now disagree with. 
Hold on, uh, real quick, because I can't wait for this to post. I can't wait for this to post to keep this. Say that again. I was wrong. Makai was right. Because, no, 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 say it, repeat. What was you wrong? What whole tip shit did you say? So, there are multiple ways to revolutionize. There are multiple ways to fight the fight. I was incorrect on that point. I was also incorrect to assume that if you don't fight like how I fight, it doesn't mean you're fighting for all. It means you're just fighting in a different way. I need to respect that. So, yeah, that is my moment. I was wrong. Makai was right. I accept. If you're not, if you haven't been a part of this podcast for very long, understand something. Sometimes today we think we are holistically right. And I thought I was holistically right. And very, very quickly, I was wrong. So we still release episodes. It just means the next episode you're going to have to listen to really see if I still agree with that point. And I don't. I was wrong. Violence doesn't have to be used to cause revolution. Revolution has been done without violence. Yeah, I was wrong. I have been proven wrong. And I admit <laughs> that there are better answers out there. There's your moment. Thank you for on that. On video. All right. Literally. <laughs> and now, for the transition to the kitchen. Because now, let me tell you something. Usually in the kitchen, it gets hot. And, and it's been a hot summer, you know, because of climate change and everything else. So let's go and be in the kitchen today. ASMR. No, we got you got a good mic because that sound good. Yeah, we got that full pour moment. Yeah, I had to. That's funny. Thank you for doing that, by the way. No problem. I told I you I had to do. It. When I knew I was wrong, I was like, "You were like, yeah, I told you you were wrong. I told you you were wrong." And I was like, "Yeah." And like, well, we're still gonna release that bitch. But see, and I was like, I'm "Yeah, we are." because we both learned our lesson and sometimes we say stuff we can't 100% go off of the next day around because yeah. I'll never forget that unreleased episode. Like, <laughs> I don't know what happened that day. I feel like on the most freaky Friday of shit. Like, that was... We was going through it. Switch lifestyles because we both was like, no, bitch, you're wrong. You were right yesterday and you're wrong today. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, but you're okay. Cause you really were. You were just on some different shit that day. Yeah, it was. I was. I was ready to burn the world down. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. Oh, you just wanted like a full like war. You was like ready for everybody to be in the streets, like martial law in this bitch. I'm like, babes, no, it can't be me. It it was at the Roby Wed. Okay, I had a right. I had a. That's right. honest, and that's honest. I didn't even think about that. So that's honest. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. I walk away like a Planned Parenthood like every day here. And I'm like, I love the fact that this is open. Oh, because you're in, oh, okay, yeah. I'm in Illinois, so abortions are illegal. <laughs> oh, tomato, tomato, tomato. I'm in Bunkunkas, Oklahoma. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Girl, I've been watching sometimes the shit that happened in Oklahoma. I'm be like, damn, I ain't there no more. <laughs> I ain't there no more. And that ain't, they don't sound like my problem at all. All right. So in the kitchen today, it's been hot. We put in the salad, get hot all the time. How you stay cool? Let's talk about it. How how do you stay cool when shit's in the fan? That's all I gotta say. That's that, that's the topic for today. Is what is it? Cool. Hold on, let me, let me make sure I read the correct title of today's episode. 
We we do organize these episodes, or at least I do. Cool as a ice on a hot day. Cool as ice on a hot day. Um, but straight to it, honestly, I just feel like maybe for me, I've been practicing that because I think the truth is, it's just like emotional intelligence. Mm. Um, I'm not even gonna say emotional stability because I feel like that's copping out of the fact that life is gonna always throw your ass on a roller coaster. Mm. So it's kind of hard to stay stable emotionally, but more important, just being emotionally intelligent and understanding like you're feeling a type of way because of the environment or the context around you. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to identify with your emotions. Like your emotions are just passing. Like you feel hot. Like granted, of course we're talking about like in the funny part of it being like metaphorically in the summertime, but like you quote unquote feel hot because you're in the, like, you're in the pressure cooker. Like you're in the heat right now. Like, yeah. but that doesn't mean you have to like become the pressure cooker. Like you don't have to become the environment you're in. Granted, mm-hmm. I know some people are like, product of my environment is one thing of a different but I just think maybe like for immediate like response you don't have to become your emotions like you can just understand like I'm stressed in this moment because of x y and z x y and z will be solved with a b and c and then later in life I will literally be able to do all my one two threes okay like I said I'm in the Nile. I'm in the Nile. the waves wash over me I'm like look that's what I thought of when you said your emotions, uh, like your emotions come and go. And I'm like, I don't know, I was thinking in my head, like, I'm in the Nile, I'm in the Nile. Because emotions are coming waves. But for those of those who aren't us, what is emotional intelligence? That's fine. Because everybody, I feel like everybody can have their own moment of emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. I'm an overthinker. So truly it's being able to actually put my emotions into words and like talk myself through them. Um, but can you like define what emotional intelligence like is? Oh, emotional intelligence. Uh, let me should, should I go about Google right quick? Yeah, I'm like, I got you. Don't worry. I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I love you. And we some academics. But I'm, sometimes I remember we got to break shit down for people. No, that's fine. I mean, hey, I just don't talk to too many people, so I right. So according to Google, emotional intelligence is most often defined as the ability to perceive, use, understand, manage, and handle emotions. Yeah. So some of those ways can be social skills. Um, if it would show me this other one in the corner. Uh, self-awareness, motivation, empathy, and self-regulation. Which is what some of you bitches don't have. But, okay, I have a question for you then. So, you know, me and you both have had our moments. We've seen each other in some moments, right? And so, is there any, does, is there ever a time you feel as if, like, hey, I ain't got to be cool as ice. That was fucking disrespectful, bitch. I'm about to kick your ass. With you? Me? What are you saying? With you? Or, like, at all, like, you know, like, we, we always talk about, like, yeah, you got to be calm. Like, you got to be chill, bro, all the time. Like, is bro. do you think that's kind of overrated? Like, do you think that's even realistic? Bro, hell yeah, it's unrealistic. And hell yeah, it's overrated. But it's, like, that's the sick part. Like, you still have to challenge yourself to be that, though. Like, you're going to always catch yourself, like, doing things and be like, oh, shit, I went there. Because sometimes you have to go there. Yeah. But I think that the ultimate goal in life is to be, like, that kind of monk mindset that truly just doesn't get offended by shit. 
But the truth mm. of the matter is, I'm not a monk today. I'm a human. Like, I'm a mortal being and I will whip your ass. Like, <laughs> don't, don't think I'm like, granted, I'm still trying to be love, life, energy, but you try me the wrong way and I will pop real quick. Like, but yeah, like, it's a goal. I don't think, I think it's the same on like, be like Jesus, but you'll never be perfect like Jesus. You know what yeah. I mean? It's that kind of moment. The, the Lord is still working on me. Yeah, the Lord is still working on me. Like I'm still, I'm still like a, I'm still from original sin. Amen. Here we go. Adam and Eve. That's my original mom and dad. I'm sorry. We did yeah. it, dog. We did it. No, I, I agree with you. I think like as I've gotten older, right? Like I've kind of like seen things and I'm like, all right, like I know like there's places and situations that I'm like, hey, if shit goes to shit, I'm with it. Right. <laughs> and so like I feel like as like the calm friend most of the time, I'm always like chill, like hey, like we ain't gotta do this, like calm down, bro. Like, come on, that ain't worth it, fam. There's been some situations where it's been like, actually nah, I'm ready to raise hell. Fuck this. And like those situations don't come often, but I know you see me in a few of them. And I'm like, yo, fuck this shit. But I don't know, like as I, like, come to, like, we were talking about a little bit today, like, having to realize, like, hey, like, what's going on, ground yourself, and kind of be aware of your situation. And then also, like, I, I want to talk about this emotional intelligence part, because I, I think we, I think we need to just go on a run on this, right? I think emotional intelligence is sexy. Like, for you, like, I, I don't expect everybody to be, like, you know, cool, calm, and collected like a cucumber all the time, you know what I'm saying? But I think for somebody to be in control of their emotions, to be able to, like, actually communicate them. Maybe I've been in a few toxic relationships. Maybe have been in a few too many toxic situationships. But for me to see, like, you manage your emotions, able to express them well, and also be able to, like, set boundaries and respect them, while also knowing, when, like, hey, actually, I just need to be alone for a second. Like, it's just a lot going on. Like, I respect that. Like, not bringing your bullshit to me. I appreciate that. Like, we could talk about it, but not trying to, like, leave it at my door. Does that make sense? Find that really sexy. I mean, that makes sense though, but that makes also makes sense that <laughs> not calling you out, and I'm not gonna start putting it there. But you also told me that you are, you seem to have a trend for dating more mature individuals, um, and that it's makes crazy because they still be crazy as fuck. I mean, oh, no, no question. But it's that moment that you would expect someone older to have more emotional intelligence than you. Still chaotic. You cannot, but yeah, but you can't always have that. Like, because I know grown as people, <clears throat> um, my fault, that don't have any emotional intelligence. But um, I'm not glad I'm dating in this generation. How would you say? So I feel like it makes sense for it to be sexy, though. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like overall I attract chaos. So, like, at this point, it's not like. I can't stop attracting chaos. It's can you organize the chaos to decide what chaos you want to deal with, right? And I think... I, I, it's funny. Hold on, hear me out. I was actually on a date, and I, I I told this to this girl, and this girl looked at me like I was crazy, but I was you like... You sound toxic. Hold on. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Everybody got their problems. The point of relationship isn't to... I'm not trying to fix your problems. It's just which problems I'm going to allow, be able to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody and everybody got mommy and daddy issues, but like I know to the extent I know, like I'm not gonna deal with this. You know, does that make sense? Like I know people got trust issues, but I know to what extent I can deal with the person who has trust issues, right? Like, for example, 
I'm using myself as an example, so I don't have to pick anybody out. And if anybody's watching this, they don't have to like try to figure out who I'm talking about, right? Like for me, I got trust issues. I do. I'm not gonna tell you anything. I'm very hard to be vulnerable, right? But I know like there's a threshold, right? Like day by day, week by week, I can like talk about what I'm going through, right? Like I can open up slowly but surely and unravel. It's gonna take some time. It's like a lotus, like you know, it'll, it'll bloom, but it just takes time. Some people are like, hey, you need to be going out the gate. That ain't for me. Just takes over time. Just takes over time. We communicate. We talk about it. We talk about things going on. Boom. It blooms. Now I'm openly vulnerable. Now you can see all the skeletons and my heartbeat. That's my example. I'm not saying, not calling out nobody, but I'm just saying, like, everybody has their problems. In a relationship, you get to kind of choose whose problems you want to deal with. You almost lost me. I will say that. You did. Um, but I see where you're coming from when you explain this and it like that example. Because I was about to say, no, like truly, babes, issues. I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but it's like, are there not some things that you would qualify as like, that would be a reason that you probably should just stay out of relationships altogether? Like, there, there's a few. Oh, I got a list. Issues or trust issues. Like maybe you just shouldn't be in a relationship at all right now because we got to figure that out. Like that's emotional intelligence to me. Yeah. Like, some things you really just have to accept that like, babes, this is me and me on this one. Like I don't need to involve, granted, would it be nice to have someone to help figure out and help support me through this? Sure. It's always going to be nice to have some extra support, but some things really just need to be like, maybe I should really take a back seat on that one. Like, I don't need to be in the front seat with one hand on the steering wheel, another one on your thigh today on that one. Like, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was just watching this series last night. It's called Talk or Unlock on BuzzFeed has it. And basically they like find two people and like try to like, have them talk and unlock like you know certain apps on their phones like and they ask questions right and like the other person can view it and on this episode it was like going through like tenders and photos and messages and it's like there BuzzFeed was like basically the middle person they figured out like you know what what would be interesting to like you know unlock and see on somebody's phone that had me thinking on the same issue of like what what are you willing to deal with, right? Because they're like, you need three red flags in order to um, not, for them to be like, actually, we're not going to set y'all up on a date, right? Three? Three red flags. Okay. And and it, like, I'll send you, I'll send it to you. I'll say it again. This Talk around a lot. This is the game. This is the game. This is the, this game. Is the game. Okay. I thought you were saying in real life. Oh, no. Like, they, these are real life people going on real life dates. No, I get that. But I thought you're saying in real life for you, like you're taking three red flags. Well, when you watch it, you kind of think you're like, well, I see, I see what they mean. But what like three red flags though? Because it was like one guy, like the question was like, have you ever cheated? And the guy answered like really quickly, like, yes, I've cheated. And like he like he didn't seem like very like remorseful about it. And so that was one of his red flags. But then like another red flag was like the girl's like, Yeah, he's an actor. I'm not gonna deal with this. There's too many actors in LA, XYZ. So like I don't know, I have to show it to you, but it's that's nice. so interesting. That's scary as fuck. Oh my god, yeah. I don't wanna see that actually. Like, no, no, I think you'll like it. Because another one was like you know, I'm polyamorous, and like the other person was like, actually, I don't do polyamory, period. And it was just like a bunch of list of things. Like people were like, actually, that's a red flag to me. Like I just can't do it. 
It's, it's really interesting. But, like, you you would think, like, it's over the top. But, like, when I tell you, I was, like, actually, like, that's pretty valid. Or I'll be, like, damn, that's a but hell of a red flag. Are the things, and even then, I'm not trying to be that one to start controversy. But I'm just, like. Let's start it. This is what we got the podcast like, for. Are we doing, are we calling things red flags? Or is it just not wanting to accept that bitches just are incompatible? Like okay, but what's the flag? Th- I feel like a red flag because someone says I cheated. I feel like that's not necessarily a red flag. You just need to figure out what the fuck it was about. Now, if you find that the nigga cheated because it was on some malicious shit, yeah, that's a red flag. But if somebody cheated and it was on some like they were on some revenge shit because uh, somebody cheated on them, I'm not gonna say that's excusable, but I'm gonna say okay, that's understandable, and that's not a red flag. Okay, quick question then. We're, we're, we're gonna get back to this red flag debate I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take notes hold on let me take some notes on this red flag for those of you who don't know i actually take notes during our- red flag versus incompatibility okay incompatibility. okay my next question is um is cheating like a no-go like if somebody has cheated like in their previous relationship they cheated and like you're like hey fuck it like re- re- i was gonna say context I'm always gonna say context. Oh. Always context, because you never know. Like seriously. Okay, so like, what if it was like just somebody who's displeased in a relationship? Oh, that's automatically a red flag. Yeah. Why? Like, if you were just selfish. Like, if you were just displeased, bitch, just break up with me. You don't have to cheat. Mm. Like, no matter how long ago it was. Please, in what way are you displeased? Like, because it's a lack of an emotional connection. Are you displeased because you have a sex addiction? And I'm not, I'm not pulling out on that way. Okay. Like, those are two different things. Like if we're emotionally disconnected, that's something that we could actually go and like figure out and talk about and build intimacy over to try to gain that trust in each other again. And if you cheated on me in that, I don't trust you because we could have built that together. But if you cheat on me just because I wasn't pulling out on sex or you just want to have like extra risky or extra like raunchy sex, bitch, break up with me. Like that's stupid. Like that's automatically like I'm looking at you stupid. I mean, I'm not. Is it a red flag? Yes, that's definitely a red flag too. But I still feel like it's context in that moment. Okay, so what about like one night you got drunk and they slept with somebody else and they cheated? Is that a red flag? Like that was the reason like they they cheated. The it's the moment like was it a mistake or was it meant to be made? Like when you went, but they were drunk. So you will say like if you're drunk and you cheat, it don't count. And I'm not this gonna is, say this is, I'm, I'm, I'm saying word for word for somebody who I've dated before, and I was like, because that's the thing. I on some instances I would say it might be excusable because truly, if it was a mistake, like and it was just like, damn, I did that, and I'm sorry. Granted, I'm not gonna break up. I'm gonna be like, bro, that was some shicey shit. Granted, do I not trust you the same way I did before? Of course, but I feel like that's something they can come back from. But if it's something really? like I cheated and the it back, but this is what I mean though, because people will say it was a mistake, but then truly there are back intentions behind, like in the back of the woodworks, that truly I'm displeased with this relationship. And that's really why I cheated on you and I use alcohol as an excuse. Because that is, some people do do crazy shit when they get drunk and it's just like, ah, now I'm like, baby, you just don't need to be getting that drunk out in public no more if it's about to be us. You know what I mean? Hmm. But no, like if there are back intentions behind it, I feel like that would be why I would need to break up. But if it truly is a mistake, I feel like people make mistakes. Like, I disagree with you. You're an adult. Have some fucking self-control. That's fair. I, I just no fuck no. You're adult, has some self control. You know what your liquor limit is. I don't give a fuck. And then where was your friends? 
So you tell me you just out and about getting drunk in the middle of the week by yourself? And you got me at home? <laughs> and that's what I mean. So, 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 but you see how you had to add so much more context to get there? Like, all, if that's the case, I can understand why that would be an issue. Yeah, like, that is. If I was at home and you just decided to go get drunk by yourself and you weren't even out with friends or some shit, that concerns me. That, that just tells me that you have some issue in this relationship and that's really what this is about like it wasn't like i was just out like dead ass having a good time and on some shit like oh it's like i mean i can't even explain what an excusable situation would be because on the real i haven't been in one but i'm just like I i'm just like i don't understand like i understand if you're like coerced and i'm like all right cool like you know it is what it is like situations <laughs> arise like i ain't gonna lie some of these dudes be kind of hey, example on some shit but, like that. But like that, that's a sit- but you see how that's a like, cute like a situation. I'm yeah. having a good ass bachelor party, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, fuck that bitch." We all like they pull up. Okay, I mean, granted, this is gross as fuck, but niggas pull a train on a bitch or something like that. Like it is cheating in that way. Granted, I know that's weird, but babes, some girls with that fantasy. Oops, sorry, not gonna put myself out there. That I way. mean, I mean, some girls like that fantasy. It ain't me, but uh. So like, if that happens and all the boys are in that peer pressure, we drunk, we do do do. It's like, oh, like I would be like, that would be granted. Again, is that a mistake? Yes. Do I not trust you like I did before? Of course not. But is that something that I possibly could? come back from as of today i would say i might be don't ask me that question three years from today after i've been through the situation my read might change i think this is i think this conversation is divulging into like our preferences and sexual sexual partners because i can't imagine a woman saying yeah i would like a train and um, i'm dating you i'd be like excuse me and i'd be like well you're gonna have to break up for a weekend because this this isn't gonna happen but also i can't imagine a woman Running a train. I don't think that works. Wait, do on the opposite side of the gender spectrum. Can they? I don't know, girl. Because you know the gays got all them crazy ass sex parties and stuff. So it's all types of shit in the culture. And I'm not saying that's excusable. I'm not saying I would excuse it. I'm just saying it is something that I could see. Like you never know, like what moments you be in. You be like, bro, why would you do some stupid shit like that? You, you know what that? You know what that? You know what that sounds like? Niggas. Niggas gon' always be niggas. Can I afford to break my heart of these niggas? Okay, I'm gonna I'll drink to that one. Yikes. All right, that was, that was, uh, if you date niggas, that sounds like a nigga problem. Thank you. Because <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you in that situation. I was like, that's kind of extreme. For me to be in that situation, uh, but for you, I get it. It can and happen. It's gross because when you ask that, it's also maybe that you're right because that is what it is. Because I've come to that sad realization that like gay culture is so wrapped around sex. I don't want that for myself, of course. Like I would really prefer intimacy over sex. Yeah, that's not really what the, we, like, we can have that discussion another day. What is intimacy versus sex? You say what? We can have that discussion another day. Oh, definitely. Over sex. I'm still trying to figure that out for myself. Okay, but coming back right quick. Okay. Red flags versus incompatibility. Yeah. So I'm going to just use this for reference, right? Let's say like one day, somehow, we we are somehow sexually attracted to each other. For those of you who don't know, me and Makai do not date. We do not have sex. We're just very good platonic friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah so let's just say like you and me like we always joke like if the shoe was on the other foot one of us was like kind of like the other it would be fine oh we would we would have been this has been a different podcast right but real talk this would have been the only fan setup right now actually it's been the cam show i'm about to make this shit square for you baby <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Red flag this versus incompatibility. Episode, everybody. This is not. This is this is not for work. This is not for family and friends. Well, for friends, you know, you know what's just going on. Right. You heard words come out of my mouth. But oh. this isn't for family. This isn't for work. So, red flags versus incompatibility. Right. I know your red flags. You know mine because you have to text them to me. Right. <laughs> uh. So, is it, can you get over some red flags and still be compatible? Or is it just true incompatibility? Wait, what? Say the question again? So, it was like red flags versus incompatibility, right? We were just talking about it, right? Like, some people have multiple red flags. Does that mean you stop dating them? Does that make y'all incompatible? Does it mean you stop dating and you're like, hey, these are your red flags? What do you do? Like, in your opinion, what do you do in that situation? So, I'm, I want to I wanna define and clarify what I, what I mean when I say that. Like, I think a red flag is, like, a reason that a person should not be in a relationship. Okay. Like, red flag is saying, like, red flag is something that, if, I, I, if I'm in a relationship with you, if something like that pops up, I don't necessarily, I don't know if I would call it a red flag. Because ideally, I'm trying to look for red flags in the dating process. Mm. But like red flags are things that come up to tell me like, bitch, this is like, I don't want to use that word. No, I'm not going to use that word. Thank you, God, for not going to use that word. Um, Red flags are kind of like little like, I don't know, like warnings that I would say, like, tell me like, you're not really ready to be in a relationship. Like, that's what I think of red flags. And incompatibility is just to say that like, you could be ready for a relationship, but me and you just can't be in a relationship. Like, okay. So you could be incompatible and still be possible to be in a relationship with someone, but I don't think you can be, I don't think it's healthy to be in a relationship with someone with their red flags. Oh. Yeah, it's like you can get through incompatibility. Like example, incompatible sleeping schedules. That can be worked around. Like incompatible eating schedules. That can be worked around. Or maybe even, like, a red flag will be some more so, like, you excessively spend money. That's a red flag. Like, because money habits, I don't think that's, like, an incompatible thing. Like, either you do something excessively and out of, like, as an unhealthy habit, or you, you know, you do it properly within your means. Like, incompatible, you, like, it hot. When you go to bed, you don't like no fans on. I like it freezing fucking cold. That's, that's, that's a red flag. That's incompatible. In that way, like, obviously, like, you see that as a red flag. Of course, that's one of the red flags. But, like, incompatible, like, that can be figured out some way, somehow. Like, maybe I sleep yeah. covers and you don't type shit or whatever it has to be. Okay. But, you know, but a red flag is like, like, I don't know, maybe you, you red flag is like you sleep at, like, your ex's house. Like, you and your ex still share, like, you know, an apartment together type shit. Like, maybe that's a red flag. Yeah. That sleeping arrangement is a red flag versus you saying you like it to be 67 degrees in your room. Or you like to cuddle with your ex still. Like, hey, one of those is an incompatibility and one of those is a red flag. 
I can work with one and I can't work with the other. Okay. I think we have, because when you say incompatible, I think red flag. Like the way you're describing it, I would describe it as a red flag. Interesting. Yeah. But like incompatible, it's just like, yeah, we're just not going to do this. Yeah. So like a red flag is like, hey, like, so this is how I see it. Like, if you're incompatible, there's just so much shit on this list that I'm not going to just like, like, there's just too much work for this versus what could come out this relationship. Does that make sense? So you wake up at eight in the morning. I wake up at 12 in the noon. Is that a red flag? Yeah, it would depend. Because my thing is this, like, are you waking up at noon because, like, you work a late night job? Or are you getting, are you waking up at noon just because, like, you sleep all day? Well, now you, so, so you see, now you're adding context to it. And yeah, see, that's red. what makes it incompatible or red flag. Okay, and see, that's what I mean, because the, the red flag comes from you wake up at noon and you're a bum. Oh, that's a red flag. That's incompatible. incompatible. Yeah, that's like incompatible is if you just wake up at noon, like you said, if you're a nighttime nurse and you did as wake up at noon because your shift starts at three type shit, that's just incompatibility. Like that's not a red flag to me, babes. Like I don't even just, call that a red flag. I would just think that's like an orange. Like I would call that like an orange yellow flag. Like your relationship. Like would you even have time and energy to be on a date? Right, which is why I would think it would be incompatible. Like, mm. it's not to say you can't be in a relationship. It's just it would be hard for you to be in a relationship with me. Yeah. Like, that um. is. Like, if you like to cuddle and I don't like to cuddle, granted, that can be a kind of like an iffy kind of sideways moment because some people might have physical touch as a lane of language, like, like love language. So it's like some people that could be a red flag and some people that really is just incompatible. Like, maybe you don't like to cuddle, but we can cuddle every now and again type shit. Like, we can find yeah. what we're like, you know what I mean? At first, that was like, uh, inco- like your type of incompatible. Like, oh yeah, like we can grow past that. As I got older, I'm like, no, like touch me, bitch, because I'm I don't see you often, probably. So please, right? right. So imagine me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Damn, me. Shout out to Victoria Monet. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think we just have different. We're, we're on the same wavelength. We're just using different words. That's words that's what that sounds like. Yeah. yeah. All right. Any other advice on staying red flags, compatibility, staying cool as a cucumber when that nigga piss you off? I would say that's the very fact in that. Like, I think that's part of like staying cool as a cucumber is like knowing when it's truly like if it's the time to even involve other people in your life for that type of stuff. Oh. Like, honestly, like, I'd be thinking about that now. And that's not even to just stay romantic because, one, I'm completely out of the romance scene right now. Like, I, nah. Like, I'm definitely queuing pretty girls by Flo Midley. Like, last time I tried that love shit, it was a dub. Like, I'm not doing that shit right now. Yeah. But it's that as, like, my friends. Like, even with your friends' relationships, your family relationships, like, is it something, like, ask yourself, like, is involving these type of relationships heavily in these ways going to fuck with me staying cool as a cucumber like i went home over the summer summer and i knew me and my dad we like getting into it but i had to ask myself what do me and my dad be getting into it about and i had to tell a space for myself and just be like you know what <laughs> i'd rather enjoy my summer and not get into it with you so i you know took my precautions when it came to coming home and took my you know appropriate spaces for myself whenever i need it but i think that's like what's important it's like 
realizing that sometimes to stay cool as a cucumber, you might have to really be a fucking long cucumber, babes. I think I think that's really, really beautifully said, especially about the relationships part, because um, uh, you may know this, but like certain relationships cause strain, uh, certain things cause strain, right? And so, I think like um, one thing about me is like when I'm stressed, I'm like a different person. Uh, you've seen it. It's like I'm very quick. There is no calm. It's like do you have the answer or you don't? Um, and so one thing uh, I've personally been developing is like. How to stay chill, like just, just remain chill, bro. Like don't, don't, don't freak out. Don't, don't do nothing strenuous, right? Just be chill, right? Whew. Sorry. I've been thinking about it. Wait, were you still saying something? Or were you done? No, nah, but I, I, I think I just agree with you. It's like even when it comes to like friendships and things, right? Like, who do I give my time to? Especially because I don't have that much time to give anymore, right? Like. You're, 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 you know, both of us are getting bullied into our careers, like, as we want to be. And so now it's like, look, like, I know my calendar says this, but in reality, I need to sleep. Like, actually, I need to go to the gym. Like, I actually got to, like, head to the gym. Like, it's like, like, yeah, it's blank on my calendar, but it don't mean I'm, like, free. Um, Free time on my calendar don't mean I'm free. That's that's, that's some nuggets right there for y'all. That's it. Because I think that's really what, at least for so many of my friends, like, I've been really enjoying this summer. And you know this. Like, I, granted, I am that meme of a friend that has been enjoying their summer like a kid again. And bank account is in the negative. (laughs) I live that proudly. Um, Like, truly. Because Uh, I've really been able to. Fitness. If I'm broke, that's my business. That's I'm the fact that you start singing that damn Afrobeat song because I had to figure out what she was doing off of TikTok. Yeah. yeah I, I love know. that song. It's a, it's a really good song outside of it's it. A good song. I like it, but I hate that I only know the song from TikTok. So when I yeah. hear it on Spotify, I'm like, fuck, this is actually a good song. Yeah, I'm like, um, if I'm broke, it's my business. <laughs> I was um recognizing, like, since I'm in this moment of enjoying my summer and just kind of like, being there for my friends as they're having their own moments of being stressed out with new environments or new jobs or whatever it be like so many people are going through different things right now um i have the like the 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 grateful moment of being able to realize like i have a simpler i have a simple life like right now and it's not to say that's a bad thing and i think that's really where so many of us are getting overwhelmed in our 20s right now it's like we're making things so more so much more complex than it needs to be like even when i'm thinking about like how we balance friends or how we balance family or how we balance money and career and romance and just like travel or whatever it's like we're making it so much more complex than it needs to be for where we are right now yeah like we don't have to have and this is just speaking for my moment and what i'm going through like i don't have to have my family trauma figured out by the end of the summer i don't have to have my fucking next five years of my career goals figured out right fucking now are there some people who have the benefit of knowing what the fuck they want the rest of their career to look like for the next 10 years they do and i'm great and i'm glad for them but also i know that i don't have to go up that pillar of figuring out who i am because some people still have to go through that feat babes I'm a full six three of a bad bitch in all his glory. Bad like, bitch. You know, so it's Keep like think that's just in the moment. Like I don't have to figure out everything right now because the things that I do have figured out, I have figured out well. But the things that I'm meant to figure it out, I will figure it out in due time. 
Yeah. But it's like, it's so much of us right now, especially at 20s, like with social media and stuff, like we're always trying to figure out, make it more complicated than this. Like, bro, I'm not kidding. One of my fucking friends was really talking about trying to like plan like a serious ass, like out of country trip. Like, and this is not even talking about like on some Brazil shit. Cause you know, I'll go to Brazil any day, bitch. I'll pop some pussy in the corner for Brazil. But um, like talking about like going to Greece, like do like a whole Greece trip, like going through the year. Babes, babes, I'm 22. <laughs> what the fuck? You like would I love to get the steps in my passport right now? Of course I would. How the fuck do I expect to go across Europe like that, babes? What? I'm still trying to figure out which one's my favorite fucking mouthwash right now, babes. What? I love this. I'm really liking the one with that man with that stinky breath ass daughter though. What is it, Doctor Who? Come on, it comes in those big ones. It has different. It comes in those colorful ass ones with the orange tops. Come on, scope. No, hell no, not scope. It's I think I know what you're talking about. It's like a it's like an all-natural thing. They've been around for a while. Yes, and it's like invigorating mints and stuff like that. Bro, the whole did you not read the bottle? The bottle, he's literally like his daughter had like the most severe halitosis he's ever seen as a dentist. He's like his daughter's breath literally would not stop stinking for he, he is hold on, hold on. This man is a dentist and makes a profit off of talking about how his daughter has hot breath. Babes, that's literally the well, motherfuckers will do for a fucking dollar. And I hope that little girl's in therapy now. Or... Babes, okay, because your daddy put your business out there and made it a multi-million company, bitch. <laughs> he told me I had halitosis. He said my breath stuck so bad and nothing worked. Nothing worked. So he had to make this mouthwash special for her stank breath as. Sarah breath. That's what the fuck is called. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sarah breath with his stanky breath ass daughter. Them right there. Babes, the light blue one, that invigorating mint, I think is what it's called, babes. Oh, oh, there she is. Yep. I know invigorating icy mint. Y'all want y'all breath to smell good? Get on her. It smells good all day. And bitch, I eat garlic and onions. <laughs> okay. I want to pause. I want to, I want to acknowledge something real quick. So when I left, you were feeling really, really bad about being in Oklahoma still. A lot of, my, a lot of your friends are moving out. So I would like to... Excuse me. Damn, the liquor is hitting. I would like to acknowledge some growth. How do you know about to send a text like this? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> Where you at? Okay, going back to the original point of me making this conversation. But I do want to acknowledge that your growth because you was like, I feel like I ain't doing that much in my life and stuff. And I'm glad you come to this acknowledgement that, like, you are doing things. You are doing things. Makai Southampton, you are doing things. Like, even though you're not out of Oklahoma, which I pray for you every day because, Lord Jesus, I still can't believe I used to live there. Um, God. Uh, you are still doing things and are still an amazing person and still doing amazing things. Yeah, and also, it's that moment to just have to accept, at least for me, is like, I'm not worth, I'm worth more than like my profit and my productivity in that way. Like, I don't have that Say it money. again. Say it again. Like, I don't need to collect a fucking uh, taxable income in order to be worth some shit, people. I'm just saying taxes ain't fun to pay no damn way. They're not. And They're I'm just not. like, bro, like, 
I don't know how the universe keeps me going, but the universe keeps me going, and I'm just grateful. Like, I'm not here for a long time. I'm just here for a good time. Look. Period. So, I think that's really why, if anything, to bring it back to the original conversation of the podcast, I think that's really how you have to stay, like, ice cold in a hot summer's day. It's just to really recognize, like, you're gonna be good. Like, dead ass, is the shit today hot as fuck? Yes, babes. But in the grand scheme of things, like, it's going to be winter again. You'll be in a comfortable position where things are going to be, like, slow and cold. And you're honestly get uncomfortable with that because you won't want that forever. You'll be screaming for some type of heat and movement and some type of uncomfort because you'll want some type of change. And when that comes around, you'll be mad with that. So it's, like, learning to, like, at the conversation we're talking about, like, being better with the journey and less focused on the destination. Because once you get to the top of the mountain, then what? Like, you're going to be mad because then you're going to realize the top of the mountain is the bottom of a new one. So it's like, babes, enjoy your journey. Like, my account is in the negative. But babes, I'll have commas one day. <laughs> and it won't be red, okay? It'll be black, okay? Because <laughs> okay, okay. the digits are red right now. All right. <laughs> it's Colorado hitting me. No, I will say right now, um, I've I, I've been broke. I'm still kind of broke. There's something about any any time I have my car and it swipes, I still get this like anxiety that that shit's gonna decline. Um, I remember one time my car declined on a date. It was so embarrassing. Oh, god! I will cancel. <laughs> Like, if, if my anxiety is too high, like, especially if I know we're going to a nice place, the last thing I need to see is, like, some girl be like, I can pay for it. It's okay. Babes. No, it's not. Babe, the means of the dogs when, like, they can't keep eye contact with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be me at the table if my car declined. Bro, the car declined. I was like, yo. It's crazy because we, we turned into a whole relationship, which didn't work. But at the end of the day, I will cancel a date if I'm like, look, if she want to splurge, I don't got it on me. I'm, I'm going to just cancel it. I'm going to cancel the date. I'm like, catch me after I get paid. <laughs> so, so in that moment, would you admit that it was because you didn't have money? No. Like, it would depend. Because if we, like, been dating for a while, like, then I'll admit, but, like, hey, actually, I ain't got it right now. Like, to my teammates, like, I can be like, look, y'all want me to go to this tournament and just, like, cheer for y'all? I love it. I really do. I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't got it like that. Like, I need to be playing in order to, like... If you're going on a date with a person, like, example, like, you've been anticipating a date with them, let's say, for a few days, and mm-hmm. a random bill comes up, or a random charge or something comes up, you can't make it to the date anymore because you, you don't have the funds for it anymore. Do you tell them it was an issue with, like, an emergency fund issue, or do you just, like, cancel the date and just be like, whatever? It depends. Like, if it was a first date, I'll just be like, hey, can we reschedule this? It's not okay. a good time. But, like, if it's somebody I know, like, I most definitely had to cancel a few things, like, once I got my car, once I got a car towed. So, yeah, it wasn't, like, A, like, can we not go on a date? And, like, some people, they really understand that, like, actually, like, let's still go on a date. I'll pay. You know, like, some people are really understanding. Like, I, I was dating somebody, and I was talking to them about it, and they're like, you know, I'll pay, X, Y, Z. Um, I think that's also, like, a change of growth, and it's like, you know, that's a whole different situation, like, I, all I have to say is I like the fact that I'm dating people now who will also pay for the food. Um, but um, 
I think it depends on the situation. So, like, we've been dating for a while. And, like, I'm not about to be open and honest with my friends. I'm going to be like, hey, this is how much I get paid. This is how much I get my bonus, X, Y, Z. Like, we're not, we're not going to talk about that. But, like, if it can be like, hey, I've been traveling every weekend. Um, I've had to, like, pay for uh, different medical stuff because I have to go to, like, get checked out often. I ain't got it in me right now. Like, and then some shit hit the fan. Like, I think most people understand, like, Especially with inflation, we're like, yeah, it's okay, it's cool. As long as it's not, like, no big thing. Like, I think as long as it's, like, dinner, like, if you're already paying for the tickets, then I'm going to still go. But it just depends on the situation. But if we just started dating, I'm going to look, I'm tired. Can we reschedule? Or, like, hey. Interesting, because you definitely come from a a lot more sincere approach with that. I was reading this um, article, and it was saying how gay men specifically gay black men because that's what the article was about was that gay black men or like not i'm sorry let me not say it was about gay black men the the term that they used was gay men of color so but the study it was like the majority of the sample size was african-american men all in all to say men of color who are queer end up having this like link to like their competency or the feeling of competency as a romantic partner being like it like Tied closely linked to like their finances, so like if they can't financially like sustain what it is to be dating or be in a relationship, take people out to dinner, they quite literally that makes them feel like they aren't at a place to be able to even like entertain a relationship or romance. So they literally will like schedule like they've had instances like people were talking about their like experience where they've had emergency funds come up for a person that they were actually excited about going on a date with and ended up just like completely ghosting them and like lost that time, lost that opportunity to go on a date with them because the person like obviously never heard anything from them was like, you know, what happened? But they never got anything because they was like, I felt like I had to ghost them altogether because what do I say? Like, I'm too broke to take you out. And it's like, no, babes, like you could do that dead ass, like just say what you say. Like, it's just not a good time, X, Y, Z. But just so many of them end up opting out of dating altogether once financial kind of issues arise. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Um, I think overall in dating, like, okay, one, I date to be in a relationship. So let's start there. So, like, as I'm dating you, I'm trying to see if you, like, fit out to your partner. Um, I think one thing I, I really recently appreciated is, like, we, I did go on an expensive date <laughs> at the time before. And then we tried to go to another place, but, like, they were, like, reserved all the way up. Um, and so the option became, like, cooking at home. And so I cooked I cooked for this person. Um, and so, yeah, I did. They what the me. fuck you cook? I, uh, I'll show you a picture, but I basically cook pasta. Um, okay, but, like, I had cooked I'm something. I'm going to say, if you fried another bitch chicken, we're fighting. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? Uh, I was uh, talking what's to somebody. Uh, I was, um, a friend came and visited. Uh, well, uh, a friend came to visit and she was like, Hey, you cooking this time? And I'm like, No. And she got mad at me. Oh. Because <laughs> she was like, Yo, I want some of your roast. Like, I want some fried chicken. Like, cook something. And I'm like, I ain't got no groceries for you. So, no, you ain't giving me no heads up. Babe, I still have dreams about that. Fuck, I don't even know what type of sauce you put on that fried chicken you made that one time. I'm just like, What the fuck? And casually, I mean, like in a tank top and everything, it's just like, yep, fried chicken. <laughs> like, about to put some sauce on it real quick, batter this bitch up. Like, 
Yeah, y'all ate it. Like, my chicken is good. All I got to say is I can cook. I cook really well. <laughs> but, um, but overall, just, like, being able to communicate. And I think it's just because, you know, gay dating is, and we said we are going to talk about that one day. But gay dating versus, like, queer woman dating is very different, right? Um, like, men loving men relationships and women loving women loving, women loving women relationships and dating are very different. And, and it's not to say that they're so different, but I think for me they're different because I don't want. I'm not. I'm not just dating. I'm not just trying to sleep with you. I want to be in a relationship with you, right? Like I'm, I'm trying to see if you'll figure it out as a partner. And so for me personally, it's not a matter of like, oh, like I gotta show off with this girl. I gotta show how much money I got because she know she gotta know. You know, it's gonna be me, baby. It's not like that. It's like nah, nigga. Like I'm an adult. I got a budget. Uh, don't overrun that bitch because you're not the only motherfucker I'm dating. Like, you know, it's just kind of like... Damn. I, I, how, how do I say this? But in the sense of things, we're dating to see if we're compatible to be a partner. Why would I want to date somebody who's reckless with money? Why do I want to date somebody who I can't afford? Like, if you want to go to... Right every restaurant and buy a bottle of wine every time i'm not gonna say yeah hey like i was gonna circle back real quick because somebody who's expensive like who goes out and eats expensively at restaurants and can afford it like if they're incompatible with you is that your red flag yeah if i can't afford you i can't afford you baby girl but that's what i mean so do you consider that incompatibility a red flag though because that's what does that red flag mean? Oh, wait, I forgot. We already talked about it. We just defined those things. It just depends. Because if you... It's, it's a difference between saying, like, Ayo, I like nice things. Like, if you like Teflizis, you like Teflizis. But if you expect me to buy a Teflizi for you every day, like, every month... Every new your car, rent. Duh. Fuck. But, like, this is just the expectation, babe, you right? you don't got to get the large one every time. The minis are only 150 babe. That's still one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, free shipping? Don't play me. One fifty? Are you kidding me? Bitches are spending one fifty to get their lashes done now. Don't fuck with me. And that's another thing. Do you spend for your lashes? I wouldn't. Real gold things. These not one fifty though. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's like you know, you you like people want different things with their relationship. They want different things with their partner. That's what I mean, though. In that moment, I feel like that would not be a red flag. That's just incompatible. You just can't keep up with my lifestyle. That doesn't mean I'm a red flag. And I can't. You're right. You 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 damn right. I can be an I, amazing partner. I can still be an amazing person today. I can still be an amazing addition to your life. But you just can't keep up with the lifestyle that I live. I think it would depend. Cause like, let's say like, all right, we're going to the banquet. Like, it's a banquet. Like, for you know. It's a banquet. Like, I'm the person that's going to this banquet. I need a plus one. Right. right? I would have no problem being like, all right, like, here, I'll, like, spend half on your hair. I'll buy your nails. Let me know if you need lashes and shit. Then, you know, we can talk it out. But, like, this is something, like, we planned. We're going. We're going to be dating. You know, we're in a relationship. Like, the marks tick off. Like, yeah, I'll make sure my baby look good regardless. Right? You know, maybe, like, a random day, you're not having the best time. And, like, hey. Here's some nail here's some nail money or some shit, you know? XYZ. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm not buying your nails every two weeks. I'm not spending $150 on nails oh, every I two weeks. That. Yeah, like unless that becomes that moment of like if your person, if like I only see that working for like if your love languages really are just compatible to be like, 
you really enjoy gift giving and they really enjoy giving gifts. And it's like, if that's just how I show you love, like if I send you that like that 120 every two weeks, because I know you get your nails done every two weeks anyway, I don't feel like that's weird. But it's like to feel like that's a responsibility of yours to get their nails done. No, babe, you're not dating. You're just their parent at that point. Yeah, that's enough for me. Yeah. But like you want me to like say what's up to you every day. You want to talk about your day, whatever. Oh, yeah, I got you. Let's go. Like, you know, I ask a service person, a quality time person, say less. I got you. You you want to have like a nice experience, a nice day? Say less. I got you. But. Or incompatible. Yeah. Like, if somebody says like uh, gifts or like words of affirmation, I'm going to be like. That's incompatibility, right? I'm like, we can't. I'm like depending gifts. I'm like no, we can't date because I can't. I can't do it. But, but like, hey, so then that's something else. Would you date somebody with red flags? Yeah, I have. I do. It just depends because I have red hey, flags too. No, 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 not date. Like process of dating. I mean, like full relationship. That's what I mean. Like, would you rate like being in a relationship with somebody with red flags? It would depend. Okay, would you be in a relationship with somebody who's incompatible? Hmm. And my version of incompatible? No. And my definition of incompatible? Yes. Okay. 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 Because I, I have to keep remembering we're operating from different definitions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, if somebody has a red flag, my question is, like, what's the red flag? Are you working through it? Right? So, okay. like... Because I'm not one to be like, hey, like, we can't date. Like, I'm like, all right, like, can we work this out? Like, you know, can you work through a problem? Like, there's so many damn problems. I'm like, shit, I'm about to be Captain Sable. I'm going to be like, all right, we're good. But I know my problems. I'm observing yours. Are you working through them? Like, do you, like, I'm not trying to be your therapist, but are you working through your problems? And if you are, then okay, we can, like, talk this out. But if you're not, like, I don't see you actively ignore that shit. Then I'm be like, no, we're, we're good. Right. I'm good. Okay. I feel settled in that. Yeah. All right. What's the sugar in your tank this week? Um, The sugar in my tank this week is doing this. I was kind of like, I don't know. I'm not going to say I was nervous to how it would turn out, but I was nervous to how it would turn out just because also I didn't want the same setup because I was like, bro, my room would not look. I just didn't like the way my room was. So... Sweet sugar, my tank is my room, my new room arrangement, and it actually looking good on camera. Yeah. What about you? This, 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 this pillow I'm sitting on is the sugar in the tank this week um, because I have been having to like take a shower to sit on my bed, and it feels good that I can like sit down. And like not strip down out of my clothes to sleep in my bed. Even if it does look like you're getting hit on sometimes. Look, we'll see how it works tonight. Uh, just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, well, boys and girls, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up with our last <laughs> segment of today's episode. That's what's your longest goodbye. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the longest goodbye is um, home. Uh, I missed home a lot. I missed you a lot. I missed my friends a lot. Um, nobody talks in a southern accent. Everybody talks in a southern accent. They talk sound like they're from fucking Kentucky. Uh, 
Um, ew. Um, I'm like, I come from proper South, not that whatever the fuck South that is. I don't do mint juleps and shit. I I drink a beer. I, I have I have a good time. Um, and so it's interesting to see what people think some people sound like. And I'm like, yeah, that's South, but that's not my South. Um, and so it's great to be on the other Southerners podcast. Um, because I can talk to a Southerner who sounds like me and understands. So I think I told some girl, I was like, you rest your bones yet? And she was like, what? And I was like, oh, y'all know what that means. Uh, so, yeah. Did she do well with her bones? Did she rest her bones? Oh, I thought you said risk her bones. I was about to say, bitch, what the fuck is risking your bones? Nah, she, I was like, hey, yo, you rest your bones yet? Right, right, uh, for right. those of you who aren't from the South, rest your bones. I mean, like, have you, like, settled down? Like, have you been able to, like, sit and, like, settle down in your house yet? Um, or settle down wherever the fuck you are. So, yeah, just missing home, missing the South. Um, people don't smile back here. Yeah. That's sweet. That makes sense. Um, Never can say goodbye. No, 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 no. no. I guess my longest goodbye would kind of be to like Thursday, a school kind of moment. Ah. This is my last semester at OU. So I'm like, I'm excited. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. I'm I'm so excited to like sing that final part, like at the freaking graduation ceremony, because I'll be able to graduate and everything, like on a stage and properly. Yeah. Um, So, longest goodbye, just because I know this is like my final semester at OU. Um, and kind of also longest goodbye just because it's like my final semester of set curriculum, I would say. Like, yeah. I did my four years of college after this for sure. So it's like now I really have to like say goodbye to Kitty Makai and really start defining like what's the next part of my path for myself. And that's kind of a little intimidating, but I have faith that I'm going to make all my right decisions. So I'm just excited to see what comes from it. Yeah. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see these grab pictures. Gorgeous, either way. Like, uh, uh, alien super. Miss Honey. Uh, Well, this has been the other Southerners podcast. Hopefully, you all have enjoyed this live video. It's interesting for me. I know it's interesting for y'all seeing all my crazy faces, seeing Makai's crazy faces. Uh, seeing the different perspectives. I know my room probably looks hella fucking boring. I know some of you are like, oh my God, I didn't know she had that many tattoos. Um, <laughs> and also, how beautiful Makai looks. Like, damn. Let me take you out to dinner or something. I'm telling you, I've been glowing lately. I don't know what's been happening, but I've been really hitting it out. Choosing your peace, staying oh, cool as ice on a hot day. Literally. Do you like my new tapestry? Yeah. I was actually looking at it. You gotta leave me a full view. It's like she's a flower girl. Yeah. And it's like mushroom eyes and everything all around her. It's so trippy. I love it. It's kind of my new aesthetic. Yeah. And then like it's a bed against if not against the wall anymore? No. I like I said, I rearranged my room. So like Okay, so we got to do a little little cribs. Where my bed used to be, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect because the window is like basically like all of my natural light now. That's why I have like this perfect like glow kind of moment. Yeah. 
What's your form self? I was self? up in my, uh, my therapy today. Like, I was really giving you face. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> it's like that. You know, it's being pretty all the time. It's just so much fun. I'm like, that's what I mean. Like, I'm excited to see what happens with life because we got a lot of gorgeous looks to pull out. I've decided, me and my friend, God is the is the producer. He's the director. Honey, I'm just a costume designer. That's all I'm worried about. Okay, I just show up with the outfits ready to get. Yeah. That's what it be. But anyway, this has been the other Southerners. Jamila, even though you are in the South, you know you're always in my heart. We always have our love going back to the South because deep in the heart of Texas, okay? The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> the fact that you actually know the lyrics, you really are Texas. Reminds me of the oh. ones I love. Deep in the heart of Texas. So. The flowers bloom with sweet perfume. Deep in the heart of Texas. Okay, I'm done. Okay, I know you need to get that out so you can stay connected. You got to say that every day. So I have a whole blue bond on my fucking forearm, so it's going to be connected. Uh-oh. It's with you, with that ass. So if you all enjoyed this episode, make sure you reach out to us on our social media. How can they get to us, Jamila? You can follow us on Instagram at the Other Southerners Podcast and on Twitter at Southerners. Make sure you're following us on Spotify. Make sure you're subscribing to us on YouTube because we's on the YouTube now. Nah. On the tube with no loop. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to be honest. We're going to see how this goes. Yeah. I feel weird about videos because... <laughs> you guys are getting dressed up. I'm like, I look like a slouch. And babes, I'm just like, I don't feel like... I can't be held responsible for the faces that I made. <laughs> Because, you know, I'm just like, I feel like it shows how awkward I am. Like, I feel like on camera, I mean, on voice, I can sound super like. Yeah, I feel like I look cockeyed. That, you, I look cockeyed? I said I look cockeyed. Oh, no, you don't. I've been looking at you in the eyes. Okay, because you know? I'm like, because, okay, so this is like directly in front of me, and you are right here. So I'm like, my eyes like doing this little squint shit. Right, right. And I'm like, yo, and then like this thing is right here. So like, it's in my left eye view, and I'm like, I probably look like I'm, 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 I'm not okay. I feel like you look like you're in a podcast. Like this looks right. It's just like yeah. I'm just worried that when I look back at it, I'll see how awkward I am because I feel like I'd be fidgeting, like I'd be moving around a lot instead of like paying attention. Yeah. So we're gonna see because I gotta stop doing it if I'm gonna be on CNN. Yeah, it's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yes, you can now listen to us on YouTube. Hopefully, this has made it to YouTube. If not, continue to listen to us on Spotify and anchor if you liked it if you hate it let us know again you can follow us on our personal social medias but that's again the other southerners podcast via instagram and at oth southerners on twitter we'll be back with you with another episode but until then if the tea ain't sweet it ain't southern thank you for listening y'all have a great day a great week and always remember be nice stay sweet be sexy Miss Honey. Miss Honey. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. Okay. How the fuck is this? I have to go back. No, you were doing good, honestly. Okay, let's see. I'm also like. It's the fact that I feel like this lighting setup looks.